everyone welcome to the podcast by student alumni and external relations committee i am ahmedabad uh, today we have with us our alumni from the batch of 1983 mr sadil agarwal uh, in his long illustrious career spanning more than 3 decades he has worked across many industries with many organizations uh, from consulting to being visiting professor at i am ahmedabad to mentoring small businesses i think he comes with a very rich uh, experience uh, of the corporate life after the campus so uh, without further ado i would like to invite mr sarila garwal and thank him on behalf of the whole seerc and ima community for joining us here thank you very much sir for your time thank you piyush so i also have with me uh, akshat who is the co-host and who is one of the uh, the, the peers from ima ahmedabad hello akshat hello peers so uh, sir you have had such a successful career in which you have you know uh, enjoyed diverse roles from consultant to you know owning your own proprietary firm could you tell us briefly about how your career shaped up and what kind of choices uh, did you make or what helped you in making those right choices so uh, you know to say that i made choices is probably wrong Yes, I've had a very interesting career, and if we, if I look back at my career of 35 years, my career has falls very beautifully in five spells of seven years each, and each of these spells of five seven years is uniquely different from each other. Right. So the first seven years I actually spent for an American multinational, which was my campus placement. I started with them in Bombay, moved with them to Middle East, from. there to germany and then to the uk and this uh, in my last role i was in a classic product management function absolutely classic product management function uh as circumstances would have it uh, it became difficult for me to live in the uk and i came back to india and i decided to base myself out of bhopal which was my hometown and uh, you know i didn't want to do a job and i became an entrepreneur and i started a consulting agency so a 29 year old as an independent consultant without gray hair trying to sell his services and and i did well right i did well and i built up a fairly strong consulting organization in a period of 7 years so that was the second spell of 7 years from 90 to 97 now as luck would have it you know i met up with a friend of mine who suggested that i take up a job with uh, you know what is today called genpack and uh, i did not have a resume i didn't have anything and they, he said that they're looking for someone like you and i applied and i got the job and this job was so attractive that i did not know what to do so i took up that job and i spent the next 7 years in the bpo industry so from 97 to 2004 i was in the bpo industry i did multiple different startups i can happily say that i was one of the pioneers of the bpo industry uh i got fed up of that and uh, you know I wanted to go back to consulting. I used to enjoy my consulting, but I realized that consulting on my own in a town like uh, Delhi would not be a great idea. So I decided to join a large consulting organization, which is what took me to Aisha Consulting. From where I got, uh, you know, Aisha Consulting got acquired. So from there, I ended up with Price Waterhouse Coopers. And uh, again, I got into a role which was completely unique. I started, uh, you know, I built a practice for post-merger integration. so you know it was something completely alien to me but just with my whole set of skills i was able to create that and build a practice uh the fifth spell of 7 years from uh, approximately 2012 to 
2019 was essentially spent in working with startups and small businesses. I was focusing on mentoring entrepreneurs, uh, and that's what I've done. Now I'm currently in my sixth spell. I really do not know which way it is going. So maybe six years later, I'll be able to tell you what I did in these seven years. <laughs> I think that's that. That's a great journey, sir. From you know going uh, to a big multinational and then going abroad for all those uh, you know good years, and then coming back and doing uh, your own uh, entrepreneurship in Bhopal. That's that. That's a big decision in life, I would say. Uh, uh, as far as from the position I am sitting at right now, I would not imagine doing this. You know, in a span of five years, I don't do that. So, sir, uh, I mean, you were also at you know our stage at one point of time when you were a student at IMA, and your thoughts on your career might be different. You use you might you know see yourself in a very different way then. And back, uh, if you look back at this three decades of journey, so how would you see it? I mean, retrospectively, how do you see it? Do you uh, see like when did you get your calling because in today's generation people uh, want to get the first time right they want to be first time right and they want to uh, to to foresee their careers in the way they want to uh, imagine and they see that okay this is how it's going to be for me and this is how i'm going to spend the rest of my career but as i see from your example it can take many turns so should people be worried about getting that calling or understanding that calling very early in the career? Is it very important to be uh, very nervous about? Okay. So, Piyush, there are multiple questions. Let me start by first telling you what I thought I would do when I was at IIM Ahmedabad. Right? So, uh, at IIM Ahmedabad, you know, one of the most interesting things is I never wanted to go abroad. So even though I was in ice call and there were a few job offers from international companies, I did not apply. But as luck would have it, I joined this company in Bombay and they asked me to move to Saudi Arabia six months down the line. And I don't know why and how I said yes. The second thing is I always wanted to do a general management function. You know? So in the 80s, there was a huge focus on general management. And I think broadly, I've been lucky to follow a general management path throughout my life. So I've always been involved in not just a domain, but across domains. So even today, uh, I can you know, handle the marketing function, I can handle the finance function, I can handle the um, HR function, I can handle, you know, I, I have enough knowledge across functions. So this is how, you know, what I thought about, and this is how it happened. In retrospect, I think, uh, you know, I can't say which, whether it was a good decision, bad decision, because this is a, always going to be a hypothetical question, right? You cannot lead your life in any different way. So you will not know what that would have led to. Right? But to respond to your last question, which is, you know, the students who are uh, worried about what is their calling, right? I, I personally think that it is important to do what seems to be the right thing to do today. So don't, don't plan too much far ahead into your career. In fact, the world is changing so very rapidly. See, the amount of changes that I've seen in 35 years, I'm absolutely sure you will see similar kind of changes in 10 years. And I don't think that you can today decide that I will become a coder or I'll become a marketing guru or I'll become a finance guru or I'll become an HR guru and you know be there. Even if you get into HR, the HR function will evolve and change so rapidly that you will not know what happened. 
marketing function is changing at a speed that you don't understand accounting function finance function is changing extremely rapidly you know few years ago you were expecting 7 8% return on your money today you are talking about 4% return on it. so it's a very it's a very dynamic and a changing world now in that if you want to try and create constants for yourself i do not know how you will do that thank you thank you for that uh, advice i would say sir Yeah, I think that was really helpful and probably help our viewers as well. And sir, since you mentioned that you were a ice call, uh, I would like to uh, divert here a bit and want to uh, explore your IIMA life further. Uh, so, sir, of course, 80s was a different time. There were not uh, enough computers or gadgets to uh, spend time with, and you were one of the toppers of your batch. Uh, how was it different? Uh, as compared to the life that we school students have right now and did you get uh, some time to dedicate uh, towards some of your hobbies and if yes we would like to know what uh, sort of hobbies did you divulge yourself into okay so uh, the first thing is yes i was an ice call but i was a very unlike ice call right so when the first, so you know these days at any stage in time you know even 30 days later 40 days later as the quiz exams happen you know who is doing where uh way back in the 80s when the first year results came at the uh, you know somewhere in july the following year and i realized that i am an ice call i couldn't believe myself so till that time i did not even realize that i am somewhere in the ice call company and i was just you know doing well so yes i was getting good grades but we had not really calculated how much was my overall cgpa etc etc and i had no clue that i will be an ice call okay now without the pressure of being an ice call i think i i actually had fun so one of my uh, you know i was very active in the social activities uh, you know i've been uh, always loved meeting people and i was very active in the social uh, activities of the campus but apart from that uh, if i look at specific hobbies i think i was part of the photography club so i used to uh, develop and print pictures in the dark room i also uh, because of my nature of getting to know people i had made friends outside campus because somewhere i got bored of just people talking about uh, manac and msn and i wanted a different set of conversations uh, i also made friends with a couple of people at mdp who were local from ahmedabad who would uh, take me to outings at law garden and the gujarat club for movies so uh, so i all in all i had a great time so you also akshat you also asked me about how life was different right i have been on campus a few times or you know more than a few times in the last so many years now uh, it's interesting that uh, you know i don't see people on campus these days right we used to spend a lot of time outside outside our rooms today uh, everyone is in their rooms and on their smartphones and your connectivity is through uh, you know tools like smartphone and you are on whatsapp you are on facebook you are on whatever uh, i think that's where the world was very very different right we would actually end up spending time physically meeting people because if you had to talk to someone you had to go out thank you for listening to this insightful podcast if you would like to know more about mr sullis inspiration behind writing a book and the accompanied challenges kindly continue listening to the second part on anchor.fm